Hello and welcome to the Diet Obsessed Podcast. I am your host, Veronica Santarelli, and this is a podcast for those of us who are just obsessed with all things diet culture, and we're trying to find some balance in this world full of extremes. Okay, so let's get into the episode. So today we're going to be talking about mindset. And we're going to talk about how mindset relates to a lot of different things, to getting your mindset towards a goal, towards weight loss, towards self-acceptance, self-worth. Um, you know, everything revolves around getting your mindset or or create or helping your mind get to a different place. Uh, and, and I've been doing a lot of self-work on this. And recently, another thing that we're also going to talk about today is we're going to do a review on a few podcasts from Taylor Strucker. Uh, we'll talk about some of her co-hosts and some of the mindsets that they've gotten themselves into. And I think I started thinking about this specific topic because... I don't know. I was thinking the other night how I've gotten out of this kind of binging that I that I was doing heavily, 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 really for the past year, uh, mainly during the pandemic and then, you know, certainly over the holidays. And, you know, before I started kind of back on my healthy journey, I was wondering if I'd be able to get my mind right to eat really, you know, a lot more whole foods and less processed because I had, I had created some very bad habits for myself. And so I knew I needed to get myself back in that mindset of wanting to choose uh, more nutritious foods, more whole foods. And I was just curious kind of how I was going to get there because I used to, you know, when I wanted to get into weight loss mode in the past, I used to have to have some sort of superficial goal, you know, whether I was going to be at a party, I wanted to look good in outfit, or I was have to, had to be in a bikini, or, you know, there was always some very superficial goal. Um, and now I definitely, I mean, there's, there's other reasons why I want to live a more healthy lifestyle with less processed foods. Um, and so, so we'll be kind of dissecting a lot of that today. Uh, there was a recent episode that we'll get into from Taylor Strecker. Uh, it, it was one where Emma Will Emma Willman, who's a comedian, was on it, and then also Jesse Jollis and Mackenzie Green. So, so let's just start first with, I guess, my own personal journey and how I've gotten myself kind of out of this binging mindset. I mean, so I typically do. I like to eat whatever the hell I want over the holidays. I just, I, I, I'm, I'm back in Maine. It's freezing out. You know, it's, I just have less access to, you know, to gyms, to studios, to a treadmill. You know, I don't like to run in the cold. I just, it's, you know, so I, I kind of go into hibernation when I go back there and I, I, go from eating a lot of whole foods with, you know, my healthy protein shake in the morning. And I, I have really good habits and a good regimen when I'm home to when I'm back in my childhood home, resorting back to, you know, the the way that I used to eat as a kid, which was to comfort myself with a lot of cereal and chips and, 
um, hamburgers and pizza and fried foods and donuts and whatever I could get my hands on. So I do find that I kind of resort back to that. And, you know, this mentality of eating, you know, tomorrow, I'm, <laughs> diet starts tomorrow, right? The podcast I always review, um, you know, there, there, I do sometimes have that mentality or I have had that mentality where, okay, I'm going to start eating healthy tomorrow. So I'm just going to finish the rest of this bag of chips or eat every single bad thing I have in the house right now, because I'm going to start my diet tomorrow. And, uh, and sometimes that never happens. And you have, uh, you know, you go into the next day feeling unmotivated and, and the cycle repeats. So, you know, I have had that mentality in the past. And, but I will say I typically do have a cycle of eating, you know, very indulgently over the holidays and then getting to the point where I'm craving healthy foods, where I'm like, I've, I've eaten such processed high sugar, high fat, uh, high carb crap for so many days in a row that my body just doesn't even want to eat it anymore. My body's just craving a salad or um, fruit or, you know, I, I do tend to get to that point where like, that's what I, I want to go back to that healthier lifestyle because I miss it. So I do that quite a bit, actually. That's something that and I don't think that that's the best habit, uh, but it is something that I that I do. It was just over this pandemic and over last year, I, I did it so consistently that I had gotten back up to a very high weight that I hadn't been to in, in a long time. And I, I just wasn't feeling good under my clothes fit. So obviously going from going to that extreme where you're eating so poorly or, or making make the food choices that you're making are leading you to be very uncomfortable in your skin. So, you know, again, there's balance in there that that is important to find. So, so I will say that has helped me get into the mindset of wanting to lose weight or wanting to eat a, a healthier lifestyle just having eaten so poorly for an extended period of time. I'm not recommending this by the way. This is I'm just talking out loud. This is this is what I have done. Um one thing I will say that recently has helped me, like the other day I went and got, um, I have been like treating myself here and there with something that is not as high in sugar. Like I got this package of biscotti from Trader Joe's and there's like a little, um, you know, they're, they're like 110 calories each. They're crunchy. The, you know, they're not super high in sugar, um, but they just give me that crunch and that sweetness that I need. Um, and so I bought a package of those, and then I also bought some Lily's uh, chocolate peanut butter cups, which are very low sugar. I think they're actually sugar-free. Uh, and then some of these, like this keto chocolate bark. So I had a bunch of like different sweets, the healthier version of sweets, but still some sweets in the freezer. And I had bought some, you know, some other stuff from Trader Joe's that you know, if I wasn't being conscious and having the mindset where I did not want to allow myself to binge, I probably would have because I had really delicious food in the house. And, you know, when I'm not, when I don't have the mindset of being focused on not binging, I will just continue to eat and eat and eat and eat. eat. It's comforting. I might have some stress that I'm not dealing with. And one thing that's helped me get out of that mode is to ask myself, to what end, Veronica? You know, like when, 
because you're not eating because you're hungry, right? I'm not, I'm, I'm not physically hungry. I'm actually full and I'm going back for more. Well, what is the end of this going to be? Getting sick, like eating till I'm, I'm nauseous and uh, feeling like crap in the morning and not being able to sleep because I made myself sick. So asking myself that, like, to what end are you going to do this, Veronica? Like, what is, the, what is the goal here? What is the point? Why are you doing this? That has helped me get back into control when I was just mindlessly eating. You know, I have to ask myself, what am I trying to get here? Uh, so that has helped me. Um, you know, and I think, so, so in my regular, you know, day job, I do, I do a lot of networking, And so, you know, the times that I, especially over the past year where I've had this mindset of not caring and being like, oh, we're in a pandemic. I can't even go to the gym. Why not just eat everything? And, you know, when I go to these, because I go to a lot of networking events that have all this delicious food, you know, if they have donuts, if they have all these pastries, if they have pancakes and French toast and all of these things that I normally would not move towards... I, again, the mentality of being in a mode where I'm not choosing whole foods, I will choose those other things. But if I'm in the mindset where, no, I'm going to try to stay away from some of those processed foods. And again, it's not, again, I'm not trying to say I'm restricting myself. It's more of a mindset of wanting to choose healthier because that makes me feel and function better in life. Um, And, and you know, when I've been in the mindset of eating as much sugar and, and crap, I mean, I, when I'm in that mode, I enjoy it. You know, I do, I I have a mindset where I'm not going to beat myself up. I'm just going to let myself do that. And I do it and I enjoy it. And I accept that I'm gaining weight and I accept that I'm, you know, not going to fit in my clothes. But when I do get, again, when I get myself back in the mindset that I want to choose healthier, I want to choose more whole foods over those processed foods, you know, that it does, I have to be in that mindset to make those choices because my, my inclination will always want to go to the donut. But if I'm in the mindset where I'm trying to just live a healthier lifestyle, I am going to choose the fruit. So I just know for me, having a structure, having a plan, having a mentality of what I'm trying to accomplish and do and how that's going to make me feel and how that's going to affect my day to day is, is important to me. And I think, so, you know, so recently I was listening to a Taylor Strecker show and Jesse Jollis and Mackenzie Green were the co-hosts. It was kind of like the mashup where they took over. And I have to say they did such a great job and Jesse Jollis is actually someone, she's a co-host on the Taylor Strecker show. She's a comedian. She's someone who has very much been working on her mindset and not her mindset towards, you know, weight loss or anything like that. It's more, you know, self-worth, self-acceptance, setting boundaries. And, you know, it's it's been awesome to listen to how she's progressed in her life. Um and and I actually end up learning a lot about myself through listening to her. Uh, and, you know, one of the, you know, they were talking about, I mean, Mackenzie was, was, it was cool to hear them listen to each other because they are very different people, I think, in general. Um, but they're also both very intelligent women. 
And Mackenzie was giving a lot of credit to Jesse for doing things like traveling alone and how that's very much self-care. And she admires that because it's it's scary to try. I mean, I don't I, I never have a desire to travel alone. I think what I'm afraid of is a getting lost, a getting murdered, B getting murdered. Uh, I I also worry that I wouldn't explore as much as I would. Like when I travel, because I've never been to Europe and I, I do plan on going, I want to bring people or go with people that live life to the fullest because I'm not someone that necessarily does that. I'm I'm kind of one of those people that stays in my comfort zone a little bit, like when it comes to like going out and doing things. And so it helps me to have like my one of my really good friends, Michelle, she is a wanderluster. She's always experiencing new things. Uh, my my friend KK, she's just out there doing doing all these different things in life. And I, I, I admire that because I want to be like that. I just, I'm not. And so I surround myself with people that are like that because it'll, again, they, they push me out of my comfort zone. Um, but, you know, they were just really talking about a lot of good topics like, you know, Jesse talk, talking about, um, well, Mackenzie talking about, you know, the conditions we put on ourselves. Like, I'll do this when, you know, and I, I find myself doing that, like, uh, you know, setting these dates like, OK, after this date, this is going to happen and I'm going to be so much happier or, you know, and, and I, I've been working on that because, you know, I because I know that every day you choose happiness and um, and and every day is 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 an opportunity for you to be grateful about something. So I've been trying to really focus on that. And, you know, what Jesse was talking about is the only one that's stopping me is me. You know, she in the past, she had been like, oh, I want to go to London, but it's really expensive. And, you know, I want to date, but I need to lose weight first. And it's like holding yourself back from experiencing life because you need to achieve a certain thing or be a certain way in order for other people to accept you. And I I think the where I do that the most is with my career. I've always been someone who puts too much self-worth in my career, in whatever job I have, being successful. And I I do feel like somewhere inside me there's something I need to prove to people and I don't want to be like that I I I feel like I'm working on that part of myself to not be like that I don't want to have to prove myself to anyone except myself you know I want to do good things for me that make me feel good live a life with purpose and 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 have that be good enough like I remember when I you know I started a company with some some friends you know almost seven years ago and we just were failing and failing and failing and failing and fighting and you know destroying each other because it was so stressful because we all had our egos tied into it and you know because our our self-worth was tied to our level of success and very much tied into our ego we we really almost destroyed the company we all fought we ruined our relationships with each other all because we had ego about finding success where we thought we should be what we thought we should each be doing and 
and fighting over uh, equity in a company that was actually worth nothing at the time. So it is kind of crazy how you can you can let things that really don't matter completely destroy you. And, you know, that whole whole experience taught me that just put your freaking head down and work and stop complaining, stop looking at what other people are doing. And actually that book that changed my life was Ego is the Enemy, which Mackenzie brought up stoicism. She studies stoicism. stoicism. So she listens to Ryan Holiday's daily podcast called The Daily Stoic. I also listen to that podcast every day. Um, it's, it's really helpful for me because Ego is the Enemy was the book that Ryan Holiday wrote that changed my life. And uh, recently I reread his book, Obstacle is the Way, because again, I've been going through a lot of personal challenges and professional challenges in my, in my other career. And, um, you know, and it's been very difficult. And I think stoicism helps you, you know, try to push away the external ego or the internal ego and focus on what matters, you know, just do good work. You just focus on doing good work and feel good about that. Don't worry about praise. Don't worry about impressing other people. Don't worry about, you know, trying to to gain respect. Just put your head down and do the work and and be happy with that. Be happy with the output that you put in that day. So so Mackenzie works on those types of things herself, which I think is very admirable. I you know, she talked about, you know, not needing to take credit for other people's work and, you know, just just a lot of a lot of really important points that, you know, I think all of us who are trying to improve, who are trying to get out of this, um, this limiting, this limiting self-worth, my patriarchal mind structure. I mean, that's, I think, what we're all trying to do. We're trying to feel like we're worthy, you know, I know Jesse Jollis talked about how, you know, her and Mackenzie were kind of going back and forth. And I thought this was really interesting because Mackenzie's like the VP of this huge brand. So she's very much, you know, she's highly educated. She's, you know, in the corporate world, you know, shooting her way up to the top, managing huge, important teams of people. And Jesse's like a freelance, free spirit you know, does not like to have a structure over her. And I just thought it was beautiful that they were just both complementing each other's worlds and their each other's ways of being. And, um, you know, I, I just think that, uh, you know, Jesse was talking about how we're the center of our own stories, how, um, you know, she getting out of her way, her own way of, you know, thinking too much about her her acne scars or again things that don't really matter to anyone else but you're thinking of them so you think other people are thinking of them and i know personally i'm working on feeling like i'm enough feeling like i you know what i bring to the world is enough that i don't have to become you know a billionaire first woman president to uh, to have accomplished something in my life. So, and I, I think some of that is tied to a, a relationship I used to be in where he made me feel like I wasn't enough. And, you know, when I, when I got out of that situation and I started this self-work of working on my brain, working on, you know, 
on the now, right? Focusing on happiness, focusing on being grateful, um, trying to get, trying to not put everything into just my work. Um, you know, when I started working on that kind of thing, you know, finding a, a relationship that made me feel good about me, where I didn't feel like I was less than in the relationship, that I had to be thinner, be prettier, you know, uh, look younger, um, you know, be more fit, have a certain job, like all of those things, you know, I, I, my, my boyfriend now accepts me however I am, whatever I look like. And it's, I got to tell you, it is such a beautiful thing. It's, it takes a lot of stress and work and, you know, to think about how much I had work stress on my plate. And then also my personal life was just also being torn down and not feeling like I was good enough. It's, it was a horrible time in my life. And, you know, I'm, I'm still working on myself to get my mentality back to where it should be. Um, but, you know, I know that when getting back to, you know, specifically looking at this topic from like a weight loss, diet culture, you know, I think that the body acceptance and the body positivity movement is very much about your mindset, right? And, and you know, because society has taught us that we need to be thinner, we need to be smaller, that number on the scale is what matters, like, because society has taught us these things, and it's it's kind of become ingrained in us, a lot of us now are trying to create and get back the mindset where we had when we were kids, where we just, we weren't judging ourselves. We we were intuitive. And I think that's where the intuitive movement comes from. It's like, remember when you were a kid and you just ate because you were hungry or you, you, you know, you looked at other kids and, and, you know, before you were taught all these societal rules and you just accepted each other. And, um, you know, it's, it's kind of going back to, um, you know, to a time when you felt really, you know, you weren't judging yourself so much and you are accepting of yourself and who you are. And, you know, Jessie has done a lot of work. Like she talked about in the past, you know, how she would, you know, she would binge on like sweets. Like that was always her weakness. And, you know, I think that she, she, I have to give her credit. She, she's very, uh, seems very healthy that she doesn't like Taylor sometimes will, try to get her to talk about like what she's eating and what she's choosing, like what food choices she's making, because Jessie's also lost quite a bit of weight late recently. And part of it was because she was sick. Um, but I think she also wanted to continue, uh, you know, to continue making good choices for herself. Uh, because I think she, I don't think she felt good necessarily just because she had lost weight, but I think because she had already started working on her mindset, and then found herself, you know, in, you know, having lost weight through this sickness. I think she just wanted to continue making healthy choices. And, um, you know, when you could tell that she was very, very confident in what she was wearing and how she was posting. And it's a beautiful thing. And she doesn't get sucked into diet culture weight loss talk. I mean, I I probably wouldn't be a good person for Jesse to be around because I love talking about 
that type of stuff in maybe not the healthiest way. I mean, I, I, I realize, and, and one of the goals of this podcast is to get out of the disordered eating talk mentality. Um, and Jessie's seems to have been very successful at that. You know, when Taylor was asking her what she's was eating, she just, you know, blueberries. And, you know, I think she's choosing foods and making choices in her life, not just food wise, but, you know, what work she takes, what travel choices she takes, what who she surrounds herself with. She does it so that she's in her healthiest mindset. And I think that that's a really beautiful thing. And recognizing what you need to get yourself and keep yourself in that specific mindset. And I think, you know, look, a lot of people go through different journeys with where they want to be, what goals they have, um, what they want their mindset to be. Like, you know, for example, I follow a lot of people now on Instagram. Uh, So there's this girl maintaining Meg and she's down, I want to say she's down like 200 pounds and it's just so cool. And you're following her journey and, you know, she posts about, you know, how she used to look and, uh, you know, what her body used to be and where she is now. And she really focused on her nutrition at first and now she's focused on getting stronger. Um, You know, I just think I just really admire the fact that she got into this mindset to make this these changes in her life. And now she is, you know, she's teaching others. She's helping others get into a better mindset themselves. Um, there's a guy, let's see, I'm trying to remember his name, but he's down like over 300 pounds. And he's become a huge influencer because of, you know, how much he's accomplished. And his his videos are very, very entertaining and and motivational because he talks about how hard it is. He talks about how it won't always look good or, you know, you won't always feel the way you want to feel. But, you know, if you get your mindset to that point, you really can accomplish anything. And I saw that with my own weight loss clients, uh, you know, back when I was in the weight loss industry. And, you know, people would come in when they had finally reached some sort of tipping point when and a lot of times it had to do with you know seeing themselves in a mirror or seeing themselves in a picture or you know something just didn't fit or you know they might have an upcoming event but something motivated them to finally get them to that point where they're like I need to make a change and I need to make it now and a lot of times that that can be emotional that can be uh, they got back from their doctor and they realized their their cholesterol is way too high or they, um, you know, or they have an, a wedding coming up. I mean, we all know that shedding for the wedding is a thing and not, you know, now there's a big push against that, against, you know, why would you want to just not even look like yourself on your wedding day only and, and be tortured only to gain it all back plus some and, um, you know, and, and I... I get that. I mean, you do want to look good for your pictures. Of course, and who doesn't want to feel their best on their wedding day? Um, you know, I will say that, you know, Taylor had, Taylor Strucker had done that, uh, that very, very strict Medifast diet before her wedding. And she, you know, so she did get herself into the mentality of wanting to lose some weight for her wedding. She did it, you know, she, did stay very focused for a, a period of time consecutively where she was able to drop a couple dress sizes and get into the beautiful outfit. She looked gorgeous. Um, 
And it's hard to get into that mindset. It's hard to restrict. I mean, I personally am not someone that would ever want to do something that restrictive. And and that's why I think maintain like staying focused on balance, right? Eating the stuff that you love, but also focused on nutrition and keeping your heart rate up and 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 moving your body so that you don't reach that point where suddenly you have a health concern and you're forced to. You know, those I think are are the really, you know, those can push people in the opposite way where their doctor's saying, okay, you're going to die if you don't do this. Sometimes that motivates some people and sometimes that pushes people in the exact opposite direction. So sometimes it can be something external that that motivates and, and creates a mindset, but it usually has to be internal for it to be really successful and and to stick. You know, Jenny Hutt, I follow her on Instagram. She is a, she's a podcast, no, she has a serious satellite radio show, I believe. Um, and she, she always posts, so she's, I think, lost around 70 pounds. And she, she stays very conscious of what she puts in her body. She posts a reel every day on Instagram of what she consumes in a day. She eats lots of fruits. She eats bread. She, you know, she eats pretty well balanced and she gets her steps in. She's always posting about moving her body and the steps that she gets in. And, you know, she is someone that stays conscious. You know, she works on it every day. She's conscious. She wants to move her body every day. And she's conscious about what she puts into her into her body because she wants to feel good, you know. And again, whether you think that that's disordered or whether you think that that's motivational, it, it depends on, you know, where your own mindset is. Because, you know, just like there's pe- the anti-diet movement happening and people, you know, shame people like me that want to talk about weight loss. Um, there's the other side that are looking for motivation and they, they want to set a goal for themselves and achieve it. And seeing other people that have done it is, you know, very motivational. Um, you know, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of celebrities that suddenly get into that mindset where they, they make changes that are significant. You know, Adele, I mean, look at Adele. She's, she was, she's gorgeous, at a higher weight and she's gorgeous at a lower weight. She's gorgeous regardless. Um, but you know, it seems like she wanted to do something for herself and she did. And she got a lot of flack for it. So did rebel. Is it rebel Wilson, uh, that lost a lot of weight. Jonah Hill won't even talk about it, but you can see he's, you know, in a very happy relationship. It looks like he lives just a healthier lifestyle in general, but he's very much, anti-talking about anything to do with diet culture. And I'm sure being in Hollywood and having the extra pressure that people in Hollywood have, that's probably pushed him to that brink. But, you know, you got to respect that. Uh, Lisa Lampanelli. So I don't know if any of you know her. She's a, a one of my favorite comedians. And she used to just do a ton of jokes about her own weight. She called herself fat. She would just tear herself down in her comedy shows. And she ended up getting like the gastric, either the gastric sleeve or bypass or something. She did, she did get, get some, uh, a weight loss surgery and it worked, you know, she's very thin now and she's, she seems to be very happy. She's, you know, she used to have kind of this very, specific shtick that really probably would have gotten canceled today. Um, but she's just completely transformed into somebody who wants to support other, 
positive things in life. She wants to support other comedians. She wants to support people who want to make body and lifestyle changes. And she's not obsessed with it. She's just, she's very focused on the positivity that it's brought to her life. Um, I would love to interview Lisa Lampanelli about her journey someday. I really admire and respect her quite a bit. Um, but, you know, just, but just like people like her, it's there's the anti-diet mindset and the non-scale wins that that the podcast DST talks about all the time and, you know, the, the fuck it diet. And, you know, there's, um, you know, again, that whole movement of not working out to burn calories, not making choices because there's less carbs and you're want to fit into that dress. Like that's, you know, and that's, you know, being in that mindset too is, is great. You know, I think again, to each his own and, um, you know, I just think regardless, happiness is important and finding something that works for you uh, and, you know, doesn't doesn't torture you. The last thing I wanted to touch on today was when, uh, so the Taylor Strucker show, when it went from Jesse and Mackenzie to, um, to Emma. So Emma Willman is a hilarious uh, comedian and she's actually from my home state of Maine. And, uh, you know... Emma is somebody that you, you know, if you saw her doing comedy, I don't think you'd necessarily think that she thinks about her eating habits. I mean, she's, I mean, she's, she's a thin, you know, healthy looking woman. And, you know, again, like you, you never know what's going on internally in someone's head until they say it. So, you know, I think one of the things that her and Taylor talk about a lot is this tendency to binge and to, you know, make poor choices. And, you know, Emma is somebody who just does better on an eating plan. Like she wants to basically get into like a sustainable eating plan. And, you know, she like first she started talking about um, some of the stuff she was eating, like she was talking about how she got an air fryer and she'd put like broccoli with olive oil and she'd spray it with like, she'd either do like a light coating of olive oil or some olive oil spray or, you know, and some salt, and some seasoning. And she, she'll, she puts it in the air fryer and it makes it crunchy, kind of like chips. So she was eating these green beans the other day and licking her fingers like they were chips. And so, you know, for, for Emma finding, you know, a healthy way, like, Something to eat that was satisfying, but also nutritious, um, that replaced something that she might have binged on in the past. So it sounds like she might have binged on chips in the past, but eating, she found a way to enjoy green beans just the same way. Um, And Taylor was like, ooh, you know, Taylor's always looking for those kind of hacks where, you know, it's nutritious and light, but tastes like it's naughty. And that's what I like to do. When I eat, you know, whole foods, when I'm eating you know, for nutrition, I also want it to taste delicious. I'm not someone that can eat just a plain salad with no dressing. Like, no, that's not going to happen. The food that goes into my mouth has to be delicious. And, um, you know, so Taylor was asking, Taylor should definitely get an air fryer. I love my air fryer. Now, I don't know if I have a different one than Emma has, but I don't usually put vegetables in there. So I, I usually use it to heat up fried foods. I mean, if I brought home French fries, they get really crispy in there again or um, sometimes I'll eat like the meatballs from like the vegetarian meatballs and they get nice and crisp in the air fryer 
or, you know, if I'm warming up pizza, I do love it in the air fryer. I tend to like to saute my vegetables or um, roast them, but I can see how being putting them in the air fryer would be a really good thing. There's just so many versions of the air fryer. I think I need a different one to do some of the larger items that they were talking about. I mean, my boyfriend will has cooked panko coated chicken in the air fryer, but I don't know. It seems like it takes a lot of time and it's, I don't know. It's it's just, ours isn't big enough to do like a full chicken meal and sometimes it doesn't cook evenly. So I don't know. Um, but Emma did talk about, she had this like leftover um, oatmeal thing and she put a little bit of monk fruit sweetener and some of the some of the spray on there and she put it in the air fryer and she said it came out like an oatmeal cookie. I mean, that, that actually sounds really, really good. Um, but anyway, so, you know, she had gone to a nutritionist and basically wanted to understand, you know, she, she, she wanted, she wanted a, a nutrition plan basically and wanted to get back in control, wanted a structure. And basically what, the nutritionist said was that she needed to eat more healthy fats, that she was eating way too much protein. And, um, you know, she knew she had to do this because she had, she had kind of like gotten into this mentality where she would, she, she, she did what I've done many times. She'll be like, okay, I'm gonna start eating healthy tomorrow. So I'm gonna eat this whole bag of Reese's right now and get rid of it. And that's, you know, again, when you keep doing that over and over and over again, and you never actually start on your nutrition journey, you know, that leads to just not feeling good about yourself, gaining a lot of weight, feeling crappy, you know, and also feeling like a failure. Because if you're promising yourself you're going to do something and then you keep not doing it, that is not the way to build good self-esteem. So um, so she she reached out because she wanted to like get in control. She wanted a plan. And so the the woman that she started working with was basically like, eat more of these healthy fats at night. That way you'll get fuller, you'll stay fuller, and, you know, you won't try to cut corners. And so, I mean, and that is the good thing about eating whole foods. Like when I'm eating whole foods, I don't, I mean, I never count calories anyway, but I eat as, I, I pretty much eat my, eat, eat what I want. Um, now that's not to say that I can get a whole bag of popcorn, eat an entire bag of popcorn right before I go to bed. Um, you know, I have, you know, I'd started doing that again, but I realized I was just binging on whole foods. So again, it's like eating whole foods, but you can eat a lot more. Like when you're eating for nutrition and you're eating a lot of whole foods, you just get more. Like you, you can have a huge plate of whole foods and never be hungry, you know, and that's, so that's really what Emma's doing. She doesn't want to restrict calories. She doesn't want to restrict amounts of food. She just wants to choose more nutritious foods that will keep her satisfied and full. And I, I think that that's the best way anybody can eat, you know, eating whole foods, eating nutritious, eating a lot of vegetables and not, not restricting amounts, just I mean, except if you're binging, <laughs> again, all these rules, but, um, again, it's not about rules. It's about choosing foods that make you feel good, choosing foods that are going to nourish your body, choosing foods that give you good energy and make you feel good about yourself. Um, and if you're somebody that, you know, likes to feel full, that's a good way to do it. Cause you can eat a lot. So 
anyway, so, um, you know, Emma talked about that. She talked about how, you know, she's the type where if, if she, you know, she's out, you know, cause she went to Mexico city with, a, with her girlfriend's family and they all went out to dinner and they were like, Oh yeah, let's get a dessert. So everyone gets desserts. But, you know, she's, Emma was like, that's where I'm not like everyone else. I can't just say, okay, I'm going to have dessert and then I'm going to go home and relax. I'm going to actually go home and want to be alone in the kitchen for five hours and just keep it going. And so, again, that's where having a mindset, right, a structure of what you're doing. And, and ideally, you can be the person that can allow yourself to have a dessert and then be okay that you had that dessert and not go off on a tangent and, you know, spending five hours binging, you know, in the kitchen, go away. Like I want to be alone and eat, you know, some people are like that. And, you know, there's been times where I've questioned myself. I'll be like, okay, I know if I eat this fried chicken sandwich right now, I'm going to want to go get a dessert. Then I'm going to want something salty after that. Then I'm going to want something sweet after that. And it's like, okay, Veronica, no, you're allowed to have this fried chicken sandwich and then drink a lot of water and just don't have dessert after. So I'm now trying to understand what might trigger me and say, okay, Veronica, let's not go off the deep end. You want to not restrict yourself from having this fried chicken sandwich, but then you don't want to just let it let you let it make you go off the deep end. So let's think about, okay, if I do this, what will my mentality want to do and how will I control that mentality after I make this choice? So it's just it's it's getting into your own head about what what some some foods will make you do and how to control that. And sometimes you do need to avoid certain foods that are going to, you know, make you go off the deep end. I mean, I it's I, I do think that some people have to you have to know yourself. And if you're somebody like just like an alcoholic, well, if you have one drink, you're gonna, you know, go on a three day bender. You know, if you're somebody that if you eat a piece of chocolate cake and it's gonna force you to go on a three day bender, I don't know. You need to think about whether that's the best choice for yourself. Now, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that disagree with me. Um, but again, I think everybody has to do what's right for themselves. So anywho, so Emma talked about how what she's done that's helped her. And again, Emma's Emma. This is not going to work for everyone else. She'll she'll make like a, a full meal. She's like planned in a full meal at 1 a.m., which is hilarious. You know, she's like, I'll eat my pot roast meal at 1 a.m. And now I don't want to go around and be sneaky because I, I have that meal ready to go. And, you know, Taylor was very interested in that. She's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. She's like, walk me through this. And she was kind of correlating it to how, like, when her mother-in-law came over and she knew that there was, you know, usually when she gets into bed, she's she's good. She doesn't need to go up and eat. She's not one of those people that wants to bring food in the bed with her and eat all night long like I am. Um, but she'll, she, but when her mother-in-law came over and she knew that there was Chinese in the fridge, she like could not think of anything else. And she made her girlfriend or her, her now wife go down, get it so she could eat it in the bathroom on the floor. So she kind of talked about how, you know, not being able to do it will make her want to even more like at her sister-in-law is going and eating bagels at, you know, three in the morning. Um, you know, normally she's not the one to do that, but when she's in a restricted environment, that's what she wants to do. Um, I can relate to that. I've, I've done my fair share of 
bathroom floor eating in, in my day. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I think what, I think the point of that is, is that Emma found a way, found a structure of pre-planning a meal where she knew that she would tend to go off her, off her structure and eat, having that meal at 1am helped her. And so, Hey girl, if that works for you, you do it. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that finding your own mindset, whether it's a goal that you're chasing, whether it's anti-diet, body acceptance, weight loss, you know, getting in the best shape of your life, whatever goals you're trying to achieve, and they're all okay, right? It's, you know, this is the no judgment zone, um, you know having the appropriate mindset and understanding what you need to do to get your mindset there and stay there. You know, we're all working on ourselves or some of us are. I think the best people in this world are trying to improve themselves to, you know, to do better things in the world, to help more people, to be better to our friends, to our family, to our colleagues, to our employees, whoever is in our lives. You know, if you're someone who is working on yourself and and has goals, you know, the mindset is the most important thing. So um, I'm sure we'll be bringing this topic up in in other segments. Uh, I think this plays into a lot of really important future topics that we're going to discuss. So coming up in future episodes, we'll be doing more DST reviews. There was a TSC, uh, the Skinny Confidential uh, podcast that just came out that I'm really interested in reviewing. It does have this woman that created the Whole30, and I'm I'm really fascinated to hear her story because even though she is the Whole30 woman, that and that is a, a restrictive diet, um, she is talking about not being restrictive. So I'm, I'm kind of curious about that. Um, and then I still have that Jared and Sammy episode of DST to review. So lots of good stuff coming up. So in the meantime, I hope all of you have a very balanced week and please don't forget to rate review and subscribe to this podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, please follow me on Instagram at the diet obsessed podcast. Uh, if you'd like to be a guest on my podcast or you'd like to, um, share any information about any of these topics. I would love to talk about it. If you want to be mentioned, uh, please DM me. And again, I hope all of you have a balanced week.